And welcome, Rooster Boosters, to Rooster Booster Time. This is episode 22. We got a special Halloween edition, everybody. Um, the, if you guys remember, previous episode, we had our, our friend Kirk Hamilton on, and he mentioned how much he loves horror movies. I mean, to the point where we were talking, we got to get something going for Halloween. Lo and behold, here we have it. Kurt, thank you for being on the show. No, thanks for having me again. Glad Ab- to be back. Ab- absolutely. It, it's When you said that, I'm like, you know what, we got to... Your your knowledge of horror movies was almost as extensive as your knowledge of rugby, which is a little scary because um, I don't know how much brain capacity we all have, but that just seems like such a a thing you know to do. But but then I realized you know my capacity to remember movies, especially like little things in movies. I'm like, well, you know, maybe maybe I could maybe I could do it. Um, but <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody! Again, uh, we're doing this special. Um, Kurt has his top ten with. We started out with a top five. Let me tell you the story. I said, hey, Kurt, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do this already. show. Yeah, we'll do this show. Listen, you know what? On my other show, I already shouted out Lerome White and Brendan Rams, and now they're both mad at me because I said Dallas is going to win the Texas Cup, and they got pissed off because I'm friends with them. <laughs> um, and uh, But, yeah, so I told Kurt, I said, let's do a top five because I figured he's, he has such extensive knowledge that that would you know last a little while. And then, you know, like uh, a day later, he went – uh, can it be a top 10? And I was like, yeah, sure. Top 10. Fine. And then the next day he goes, I also have some honorable mentions. <laughs> <So> <laughs> the list is longer than five, but that's great because you know what? For me, my I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out my top five right now. It's very basic. Uh-huh. Okay. So number five. Um, oh, God. I, I blew it already. <laughs> See, I knew I was going to have to write mine down. Room, I, oh god! I mean, a notepad uh, in my phone. <laughs> what's the uh, the friggin' one where the the plane crashes and the kids aren't on it? Final destination. There we go. Yep, Sorry, it's early. This it's early in the morning. The big guy hasn't yep. had his coffee or breakfast. Final <laughs> destination is number five. There we go. Uh, Friday the thirteenth is number four. Okay. Number three is um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number two is Halloween, and number one is going to be controversial because. Under Kirk's strict Halloween horror movie parameters that he has put on his list, this won't qualify. But my number one is Jaws. Okay, okay, I could see Jaws at least. Yeah. I could see that. You know, it it has that <clears throat> intensity, especially because you don't see the shark until like three quarters of the way of the movie is done. Obviously, people are dying. The poor, the poor Alex Kittner kid dies in a dramatic fashion. I mean, jo- the, the the shark eats the damn dog, Pippet. So, I mean, like, you know, come on. I mean, we're, everybody's getting murked around here in Jaws. Yep. Nobody's safe. Um, th- that's also a, a, for those of you that know me personally, is like a family movie that we've watched so many times that I don't know Spanish, but I could watch it on the Spanish channels because I just know the lines. <laughs> yeah, it's very, so Jaws is always. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. He See, you said the line wrong. He doesn't say we're he. No, no, no. It's interesting. You want to talk about movie stuff. He says, you're going to need a bigger boat. Like he's not even on the boat. Like he says, you're going to need a bigger boat. Like get me the fuck off. Yeah. I'm not going to be on this thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- those are my top five. So we'll, we'll kick it off the Kurt and, and, and what do you got for us? So in terms of the, the criteria before I go rolling into this, <laughs> the, I, I had a very avid discussion with my wife trying to figure out like what, what makes a Halloween horror movie, you know, um, or even a, a horror, like what's the, the line between horror and thriller. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's a function of well-timed nudity, <laughs> uh, a, a very extensive body count 
that starts early in the movie. So those were like the three things that I felt like were like the very stereotypical horror movies. That being said, the the honorable mention is on the list because there isn't actually like a way of replacing. It's like blockbuster. Like there's there's no amount of Netflix that'll ever replace the nostalgia someone feels for blockbuster that was actually alive and like Absolutely. Friday night was running to the store. The Blair Witch Project, man, the original that one. That was a where, great flick. Yeah, because as a kid, you're watching a movie in the 90s with no internet and no concept of like, oh, hey, this is fake, man. Mm-hmm. And you're watching a movie like, there's a witch in the woods at, down in Maryland somewhere. Yeah, and, and it was shot in that style, that that frantic, you know, first person, I guess yep. at this point. Captured you call footage. It, yeah, captured footage, or some people would like call it mockumentary now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's funny because because it was the first, it was so prolific. And then now if you get to like, I know in 2007, they came out with the Poughkeepsie tapes, which was the yep. same style thing. But you know what? As soon as you Googled it, it was like fake, 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 fake. Yep. Whereas the Blair Witch Project, again, internet wasn't that readily available. And if you had the internet. It was dial up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids don't even know that noise. Yeah, you, you gotta kick your mother, you gotta kick noise. your mother off the phone because she's talking to your aunt for twelve, yep. you know, three or four hours, and you're like, I need to get online. And then by the time you got online, you forgot what you were going there for. So you Ma, just I'm trying chatting. to load a web page. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and so I think that's one of the reasons why it was prolific. It was not it was it was the first and the timing of that movie coming out, you know. So that's a that's a great one. I I, I love that movie. And I tried to. I got a couple of surprises, hopefully, on here for you of movies that you hopefully haven't heard. Because in going through this, I have a, a long storied history of of keeping a, a media server with a thousand plus movies on it, at least since Listen, I was gotta, in college. I give the big guy access here. What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> offline about that. This is the internet. Uh, <laughs> so the first movie on the list is called Terrifier. And it's a more obscure movie that in like certain points is like filmed in like sepia tone, monotone. <laughs> really? But it's it's like a, a killer clown in, in the simplest sense. Like it's just a clown that's like going from diners and convenience stores and just slashing and dashing with no real purpose. It's just like that old really? school style, just slasher movie. Yeah, that's not that's not a big guy thing. I don't do clowns. That's why I don't go to like spook <laughs> I can't. Like, even yeah, it, no, like I, I'm not an it guy, like I can't. I don't know. It's just you know you hear the 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 John Wayne Gacy thing, and then you're like, oh, you know. And then yeah, he was a freaking killer. You know, it doesn't even have to be that adventurous. Like the a few years back when they had that thing around Halloween where people were just randomly yeah. dressing up as clowns. I, I and, like, told my chasing wife, people around. I said, I'm getting arrested. I will fight the person. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going out like a punk ass bitch. I will be arrested for assault if somebody's chasing me with a clown costume and a knife. Yeah, I mean, you know what? They think it's funny, but they're not ready to get popped in the face. That's it, right. I think that's just the New York attitude. You notice it didn't happen around New York, like around the tri-state area. It was happening yeah. like out, like in the Midwest. You know. So, so I'm. It's I don't so much have a thing about clowns, but I don't do well in like the the escape room, horror hallway, fright yeah. fest kind of thing. Yeah, like I've been kicked out of fright fest before. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have I, that I reaction on that. Yeah, yeah I, I have that like. Not, yeah. There's no cutting that off. 
Yeah, exactly. Pandora doesn't go back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you don't want to be taken out of Six Flags and handcuffed because you accidentally hit a, a tween who was dressed so, up like a vampire. <laughs> that actually happened. Oh, God. Yeah, but I was, I was underage. <laughs> Not And had to essentially get released on my own recognizance to <laughs> some girl I was there with's parents. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> I don't do well at Fright Fest and have not been since. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. And then, and now they take those pictures right when they do the first like pop scare, and you look like, like, like you know, I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh. All right. Next on the list is a pretty popular movie. It's been on Netflix, I think, for a while. Um, it's called Hush. Yes. I, I have not seen it, but I, I know it. So I won't ruin it for you, but yeah. just high level. It's a home invasion horror movie, but the caveat to it is the the woman lives very much in a place like mine where it's like out in the wilderness, <laughs> all by her lonesome, but she's deaf. Ooh. So it's it's a real significant caveat to how that that story pans out, but it's really good. Okay, that's I, I I'm gonna have to watch it now, and this is this is another one I always have to watch these by myself because my wife refuses to watch, and and like Kurt, I'm out in the woods, yeah. um, I'm in I'm in the cut, and all the lights are off. We don't have street lights. There's no traffic on my street, and my wife doesn't allow me to have a weapon. So at that point, I feel like you know I'm 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 useless because you know I I don't have any you know, martial arts skills. So God forbid, because is that, is, do you think that's the, the, the biggest thing is you watch these, you got to get amped up in your mind and you think somebody's going to invade my house. Like it just goes there. Right. Oh, Hey Kurt, you're, your mic. Sorry. 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 <laughs> uh, so I was that way for an extended period of time. There's actually stories that my, <laughs> my wife loves telling guests where, uh, Especially when we move into a new place, mm-hmm. it takes me a little while to adjust to like the new creeks and stuff that happen <laughs> in the middle of the night. And so, in our last <laughs> last apartment, there was a time where uh, the dog in the middle of the night had apparently went by the door. I guess he had got, needed to go outside or something like that, but he had jiggled the door handle to our <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> And it was like the first two weeks that we had moved in. So like I get up like barely wearing anything and like I'm a pretty protective person. And like it's it's a switch. Like if you actually think someone's breaking in, like it's fight or flight. So I was just yelling the craziest stuff in my house. Like, (laughs) come up here so I can skin you. Like just the craziest (laughs) stuff. And like no one was there. Absolutely no one was in my house. So at that point, like I was like, all right, like I got to really try and figure this out and like calm down about this kind of stuff. And then when I actually started researching, like it's a pervasive thing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have the fear of someone like invading their home. But, like statistically it never happens. Like it's it's such a rare thing that it's it is actually like a, a boogeyman in and of yeah. itself. You know it's it's funny. I had a friend uh they moved into a new house. Everybody, you know, the kids would go to school, the mother worked, my buddy worked, they'd come home and like all the friggin' um sinks would be turned on and it happened like it wouldn't happen every day but it would it would happen every couple of days and they're like what so they finally put in a camera system they have a big great dane and instead of going to like the toilet to drink water he'd pop up on the sink and hit the handle the- and then turn the faucet on and drink it and then just walk away because he doesn't know to turn it off 
And then if he was in, you know, next to the kitchen, he'd go do it in the kitchen. And and they realized, like, you know, on specific hot days, I guess the Great Dane was getting so hot, didn't want his hot water bowl sitting on the ground. That's was Kicking it fresh from the sink. Because <laughs> he's like, I swear to God, he goes, how could it turn on by itself? Nobody's there. And then they're like, you know, is somebody coming in the house because they know they're gone? And and then just ended up being there. I mean, you don't think about it being your dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, my dog is not the brightest dog, and she's not the biggest dog, so she really couldn't do it. But having that big of a dog, and if it's smart enough to see you grab water out of there, you could see them figuring it out. The same yeah. type of thing just happened to me the other day when I was – actually, it was yesterday <laughs> when I was at the gym. Uh, I set, like, the, the ring, and the gym where I go is, like, 15 minutes away, so it's not mm-hmm. super close. And I'm gone maybe an hour, hour and a half. And the alarm goes off. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like maybe my wife's home. She got home early. It's a Friday, whatever. So I call her. And she's like, nope, wasn't me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, uh, I guess I need to leave the gym. Come to find out, nope, the dog was anxious because they were cutting trees down uh-huh. at a house across the street and actually opened the basement door and was just oh, yeah. sitting, waiting for me in the garage. Oh, we have, we, my dog gets anxious and she, she pauses the light switch and then the light turns on in the middle of the day and then she gets more anxious. So we've put on three different covers and she's either ripped them off. She, no, she's ripped them all off. One, she figured out she can get her nail. Literally the hole was that big and she can get her nail in to turn on the light. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't even get me started with that. I'm it's gonna, like, you got to hide from them when you open doors and turn yeah. light switches on and stuff. Uh, if I showed you a picture <laughs> of how we have our hallway set up, we, we have to have two baby gates chained together because <laughs> the first baby gate, she jumped over. So we had to put the second baby gate. And then maybe six months later, she figured out she can open the bottom. <laughs> so we had to chain the two together. So if she opens the bottom, it still won't move because the top, she can't unlock the top. It's crazy. Anyway, let's go. So, this would yep. be number eight, right? Uh, no, seven. Seven. Because okay. it was Blair Witch is the. Oh yeah, Blair Witch. Uh, yeah. I would mention Terrifier, Hush. Yes. So oh eight, yeah, eight. seven. Yeah. Wait, no, because Blair Witch is. Uh, oh yeah, I Blair Witch doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, eight. Yep, yep, yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot of people will say that you don't mess with an original. I beg to differ because. Despite being a big fan of the original Amityville movies, I told you I was going to try and not be too biased because right now I will a thousand percent say I think Blumhouse makes the best horror movies (laughs) uh, with Wes Craven doing it previously. But Amityville The Awakening is a newer movie with like a significant spin on the original storyline. And it has... That girl's name from Disney, Bella Thorne, mm-hmm. is like one of the the main actresses. But essentially, it's a sit like it's a regular Amityville type yeah. of a story in terms of like the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it involves her brother, who's a quadriplegic, that her mother is keeping alive. He's like intubated, um, like all this kind of stuff to keep him alive, and eventually, like him being paralyzed and the house being possessed cross paths. Whoa, that's creepy. And it, yeah, it goes on a real dark path. <laughs> and like, you're just, it's, it's shocking. Honestly. That's, that's really creepy. Uh, if for those viewers, if you're, if you're watching right now, check out, um, travel channel has been doing a bunch of like uh, spooky shit that I love, especially ghost hunting and things like that. And they, they do it. they had a two hour special and I forgot, um, the, the, 
the they're like the original ghost hunters. This couple, uh, it's Ed oh, and the Warrens. And, Ed yeah, and Lorraine the Warrens. Warren. Yeah, yeah, and Lorraine yeah, my, Warren. My wife and I are gonna go visit their house at some point to go no. see that Annabelle doll. Yeah, no, that's it's yeah, they, and, and they had a two hour special about how how everything went down and and select coverage of some of the things that happened in Connecticut, um, and and then that that they went to, um, it's on demand, so I suggest you go watch it. It was it was really great. I enjoyed it immensely, um, and. Uh, for those of you, I know Ghost Adventures, the, the the guy's like a douche. Everybody thinks he's a douche. Check that out, though. They did go to Joe Exotic's Zoo. They did go to Joe Exotic's Zoo. And it, it, if you're a fan of 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 uh, Tiger King, just watch it. It was it was a fun watch. It's it's you know I'm I'm a big ghost spooky guy. I do believe that you know we're beings that do have an electrical charge in our body that keeps us alive, right? Because if if your heart goes goes down, they zap you with an electrical charge to restart you. Well, that energy has to go somewhere. I feel so anyway, that's off the beaten path, but okay. Now number seven, <laughs> number seven, yep. number seven uh, is a movie that I, you more than likely aren't going to know. It's called Gehenna. Yeah. No. And it's these people that go, I forget like with the, the real high level overarching theme of like why they're in there anyway, mm-hmm. but it's essentially, essentially, like these Tomb Raider type people that have gone into some tomb somewhere and do some crazy type exploring. And honestly, there's not too much I can tell you without ruining it, ruining <laughs> it outside of the fact that like they get to a certain point in this tomb that they can't get back out. And then they, re- when they realize that they're stuck, they realize like, okay, this place is way older than we even thought it was. <laughs> but then there's Listen, a caveat to it. If, it's, if you- it's a really creepy movie. If you want to give away some stuff, just say spoiler alert. All right, give it a, give it a beat. Alert. Give it a All beat. Right. If if you guys want to fast forward, he's going to spoil it. Go ahead, Kirk. All right. So these people go into this tomb, and on their way down, trying to find, like I said, I forget whatever they were trying to look for. They see all these bodies like littering the hallways and stuff like that, and they're like, "What happened here? Like, where are all the things that were actually supposed to be down here?" And as they progress through the movie, they realize that they were always in that tomb and the bodies that they're seeing on the way in are them already being dead. So like, <laughs> it's, it's like a hell cycle where yeah. they're alive, not aware that they're seeing themselves dead. And then they eventually work themselves to that point back. of being yeah. dead just to realize that like the next group of them of themselves is, is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so the, the timing of your your comment before was like really good. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I I love horror, I love ghosts, I love true crime stuff. So I mean, I can't I can't get enough of it. So and the, and the, just this time of year, it's getting cold. Again, I live in the woods. We have bears. That's pretty you know scary enough. Yeah. Um, Had a bear walk past my front door two days ago. Like it's it's with my wife, me and my wife sitting there watching a movie with the sound up and everything. It just yeah. didn't care. Yeah, no, we and I have I'm, I'm a big bird <clears throat> watcher, so I have bird feeders. So I'm always aware of, you know, whatever animals are going to come around. And it's yeah, you got to hang those bad boys up high. Yeah, I, I try. Bear. I try, but uh, not as high as I like, because then I can't freaking, you know, put anything in them. Don't I'm not it. going up. I'm not that guy. To, I, I mean, I'm going to make the effort, but I'm not going to make that much. <laughs> 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 but, you know, like and tonight's going to be a perfect night. It's not going to be stormy. It's going to be a great Halloween night. I know some of the kids are going to be disappointed. But as an adult who's not trick or treating, 
I'm, I have my bag of candy that I never get a trick or treater. So I know I'm going to eat it and I'm just going to be going, you know, <laughs> straight through, um, uh, going, th- I think, um, well, obviously what are how- even the rules this year, like, can you, I, are trick or treaters allowed? It, I think it depends on where, where you are. I think de Blasio said no, of course. Um, and I think it depends on your County and what your, your health department is saying. But I mean, for, for us, we live, we have kids on our block, but because nobody else lives on our block, they go elsewhere. So every year mm-hmm. I buy a bag of candy every year, me and my wife eat it and gain five pounds. So that's just, you know, I mean, that, it's a that's cycle. What I'm thinking might happen where I am actually, I say that because I live like it's, it's a, a road up on a hill that's one way in, one way out. And there's like yeah. 10 houses up here that. Oh yeah. I, I'm on a dirt road. Thinking, yeah. It's uh, as soon as, as soon as I tell people I'm on a, I'm on a dirt road and that we have a sheriff's department, they're like, huh. You're in the <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm going I'm in. In. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. We have to call the sheriff. We don't call the police. We call the sheriff's department. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> he gets, a, he's an elected official too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, right. So that, no, but that seems now, see, now I'm going to have to watch that one because I like that. It's not your classic slasher. It's a little yep. more cerebral about it. So I, I like that type. So I'm going to have to get that Gena, you said? Gehenna. G-E-H-E-N-N-A. Gehenna. Okay. That's a good one. All right. Yep. Next one. And it does have a meaning. I forget what it was, but it, it, it's actually germane to the movie. But okay. it, they, they tell you in the movie. Gotcha. Um, the next one, very Halloween-esque. And it's something that I actually just watched recently for the first time. Uh, the house is October built. So this, Nobody you know how them. like how for Halloween they have like these haunts that you can go. Oh to, yeah, 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 yeah. And some of them can get really extreme. Like there's one down south somewhere that they have like a waiver that you sign. Yeah. That they essentially can do whatever they want to. There's no safe word or anything. <laughs> you essentially are signing up to like let them do whatever they want with you until they're bored, and then they <laughs> let you out. So this is essentially like a, a movie of like people going down south trying to find like more and more extreme haunts mm-hmm. until a haunt goes and finds them. Ooh, that's a see again, this is why I can't do any of this stuff. I mean, I just I you know, it would yeah. Somebody would end up hurt, most likely me. Yep. And yeah, I mean, this is the point where they're like RVing around to these places. So like it gets pretty sketchy and like very uh Insane clown posse esque in terms of like their <laughs> living arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> the juggalos around at night. Yep. <laughs> and I, and you always it's funny because like I you go to some places and and then you watch things like um, Clash Action Park on HBO about the you know the the um, the water park in New Jersey that pretty much yep. didn't have any insurance and just kind of screwed everybody. Have and you seen the Knoxville movie about that? That was I have actually not seen the good. Knoxville movie about it. I have not. I, I saw the the. The documentary, but I haven't seen. Everybody tells me that's the that's, you know, that's the logic. You go, watch the Knoxville one, and I I will eventually. But I'm very, I me and my wife now like, if I start to watch things and she's she was she was interested in it, it becomes a fight. <laughs> so, like the vow. So the vow on HBO about the Nexium cult up in Albany, New York. I knew about it several years ago from listening to a podcast about it. And the only reason that there was a podcast about it was the guy who who ran the podcast, worked for the CBC, takes his kid to the beach. He's in Vancouver, takes his kid to the beach, sees somebody he knows from back. They were he was from Eastern Canada. It was like, oh, my God, you know, we used to live on the same block. She's with her child. He starts off the conversation. Oh, you know, I'm working for the CBC. Da, da, da. She starts off the conversation with I just left the cult. 
<laughs> and he goes, what? And then when she tells him the story, he's like, we got to put this out there. And he does the podcast to it. And now The Vow is, is one of the big um, documentaries on HBO. And I started watching it without my wife. And I found out the hard way you don't do that. So, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's, that was, you know, I got to, I got to pump the brakes on stuff I watch now. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to, I, I feel your pain. You, you gotta be, you gotta be selective, man. I've gotten yelled at many a times for, for starting a movie or what well, the trick is, right. You, you start the series over yeah. once you realize it's good and act like you never watched never it. Watched it. Exactly. <laughs> I pretty much, I pretty much did that with uh Burt Kreischer has a little series called the cabin. And uh, I'm a huge Burt Kreischer and, and all, all those guys, all those comedians. Yeah, if anyone so does the it, I'm yeah. a machine joke, go yeah, find I mean, the Burt machine yeah. right now. Like, the, the machine joke. That Russian I mean, train story is the yeah. most insane story and I've true. ever heard. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> That's, it's like, it's up there with, if I have to say, it's probably, if, 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 you, were, if you ever remember the blue collar comedy guys and Ron White does that tater salad joke, which is another true story. Those two are like the top two story jokes I, that have ever been told yeah. I, I mean <laughs> um but yeah so I, I watched the cabin and then you know i told her i'm like oh bert has a new thing she goes i want to watch that and i was like yeah i want to watch that too <laughs> and i already did because anything with joey diaz in it i'm going to watch it I mean, he's just yeah i love you know, joey diaz too coco and he's, and he's in new jersey you can go find him in north jersey man <laughs> yep yeah no the, the the stories of him growing up in bergen is just yeah between like where he was in like New Jersey being like this kind of sketchy North Jersey specifically being this kind of sketchy yeah. place in the the seventies eighties early nineties and like the time period of like when he was a kid and like yeah. stuff you could get away with like the, the story insane. of Coco where like his dad like beat up a cop yeah and just like went home afterward and yeah, no, just walked no away. family meetings no conversations yeah. nothing just act like yeah. it never happened. No arrest. He just, it just happened. Like yeah, it just, just happened. everybody went home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going way off. We're going yep. deep. We're going deep. All right, uh, we're good. We're we're on the back right. half now, though. All right, awesome. So number five. Yep, is again another one when people say don't don't mess with the original. I gotta disagree with you. The newest Halloween was the best, hands down. Oh, sorry, you're so wrong. It took it took. Mike Myers before was like this very loose, like a uh, supernatural esque thing. Whereas the most recent one made it like a, a very much real person mm -hmm. that was so extremely and noticeably detached from like everyday life that like in the, the Rob Zombie ones, for instance, they try and draw you the picture of like him as a little kid and yeah. how he gets there. Whereas like, they didn't care at all about that. Like the, no. he literally is just roaming through the movie, just murdering everyone he comes across for no I, reason. I think the way they play it in the original is, is you're getting that information from um, the doctor. You know what I mean? The doctor is way more giving you his backstory, which I think is more, I, in this day and age where everybody wants to go into detail about everything, like the Marvel universe, you know, they have to plan everything yeah. out. Now they have to have a movie for every character and every backstory and this, that, and anything, which is great for entertainment. And, you know, if you didn't read the comics or didn't read the book, you get that. But I also think there's something to be said about 
not having a complete backstory and have somebody just fill in little details here or there because I felt like Michael Myers was the quintessential. Like if you heard when we were kids, you know, mental health was, was talked about way differently. Yeah. And you and you know, this was a guy who was in one of those institutions and you always heard they're going to break out of the institution, right? Everybody, if you live near a place like that, that they're always scared of that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and especially when we were kids, it was that was that was a big thing, and people protest the the you know if they were creating a building like that. And now it's a little different, but I think it, it fit in with the time frame, and then Rob Zombie fit in with his time frame. So I don't think there's necessarily a better one. I just think if you view it as the way Rob Zombie did it, where he showed you how somebody could turn into that via what they were doing. And then, yeah. you know, like the, you know, hallucinating his mother and all that. And, and, you know, that happens people hallucinate. Um, and, and it's, I think it was just kind of the different time frames, you know, it was explained differently in different time frames, So it makes sense in either one, but I still think the original is better. Sorry. <laughs> but there's no, I mean, that is definitely, yeah. that's just my opinion. The, yeah. As long as you're not saying like Halloween three, oh, through no, no, like H two O. What was the one with um with Buster Rhymes? Oh, don't that my favorite, my favorite. Why? Because he didn't die. Movie are you ever gonna see Buster Rhymes bust out kung fu moves on Mike Myers? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I watch it for the novelty. It's not a great yeah. horror movie, but if you haven't seen that one, it's Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, yep. and they go back to the it's, house. They do the ghost hunt in the house. Yes. Yeah, like a weird <laughs> like. To me, it's like a an interesting movie to go back and watch because they're, they're at the point of the internet that they like think it's a cool yeah. idea to live stream something. Yeah. Yes. But like they have like these giant clunky Headset. cameras on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who was Buster Rhymes agent that said, we're going to put you in, in Halloween 27 and a half. Like, you know, I'm sure know. that guy got fired, re- you know, af- recently after that, because it just didn't fit. It just didn't fit. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not saying he, you know, people of color don't fit in horror movies, but I just felt like Buster Rhymes himself is so animated. Like most people who are in production of TV aren't that animated. They're kind of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I think Tyra Banks was in that too. Yeah. Wasn't she like the host yeah. of the Yeah. No, she was had- like the 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 back end like producer of the show, okay. I think. Okay. But yeah, I just felt like they need he He's just so outgoing. They needed, you know, it's not realistic because most most of those people are nerds. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm never gonna say no to Buster Rhymes on Kung Fu though. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Mikey. I got something for you. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in Deep Blue Sea, Ella Cool J just bitched out and swam away. I'm just saying he didn't even I mean, defend himself. That's that's facts. Sam LL or not LL. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson got eaten. <laughs> In the middle of his freaking Rudy, like, win one for the Gipper speech, the Shrek was yep. like, yank, that's it. <laughs> Game over. But I just think it's funny because LL said, I'm going to knock you out. And then he just swam away from the Shrek. He should have been punching it. See, that would have been great. I mean, got all those muscles for nothing, man. <laughs> all right, we're going to number, number four. The The next one is another. So I tried to, I tried to dig up some obscure ones for you, Scott. Uh, the next one is called Last Shift, and this is a movie that, for whatever reason, pulls up number one in horror. For whatever, I don't know who did the rating in my my media server, <laughs> but it's number one. Uh, it's a movie about a woman that is stationed in a police station, 
that is closing up because they're opening a new police station down the road. So literally all that's in there is like evidence and stuff that yeah. she's waiting for movers to come and move the last of the stuff out. So it's the last shift in this building. She's the last person in there. Interesting. Spoiler alert. Give it a tick. <laughs> so come to find out, she starts getting these phone calls in the police station that make it sound like someone's getting like kidnapped and murdered. Mm-hmm. And as she's investigating it, she ends up finding out that it's like some crime that her dad was involved in because her dad was a cop. And like, essentially she ends up losing her mind and the people that come in to actually move the stuff out of the police station, Mm -hmm. she kills all of them. Oh shit. And like, doesn't know it until like the very end of the movie that all this crazy stuff that she's been dealing with and, the, the pop-ups and hallucinating, all that stuff was made up. And the, the people she was interacting with were actually getting killed by her from what, what was going on. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a good – see, that's another one. That's like a not-your-typical slasher. It it gets to the point. And innocent people – you know what? It's something to be said when – it's a little more scary when innocent people die. And by that, I mean, uh, what was the movie with Liv Tyler? Was it The Others? She's in a house with her husband and her kids, and these random people just show up in masks and and try nah, and murder the them. strangers. The strangers. Yeah. And at one point, the um, I forgot who plays her husband, but he's sitting there with a shotgun on the bed, and he thinks it's one of the people in the house, but it ends yep. up being his friend. Exactly just go, yeah, and he just he and pops he his friend earlier off. in the night. Yeah, yep, yep, and yep. he pops his friend off the bat in the face with a shotgun, and for some reason, that just seems more scary to me than you know, I guess going after the bad guy. Yeah. Um. That, cr- that is a good one. Yeah, that innocent crossfire sometimes is 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 gets my heart pumping. You know, the strangers they did a weird thing though because the the one you're talking about was really good. There was one that they made in the middle that was really bad, <laughs> where like like a it's a mom and a daughter and they're trapped in the bathroom of a trailer. Okay, and you know like. You know how some of the trailers will have like a, a not like a skylight, but like the pop out window, yeah, like yeah, school yeah. buses have. Mm-hmm. So they're popping that out of the bathroom while the killers and stuff are on the outside of the door, and the daughter's like crawling through, like all slow, like how are we gonna get out of here? And like is reaching down for her mom, and they break the door in, and it's just like a just slow motion, like dumb scene where it's like, <laughs> why are you moving so slow? Yeah, you definitely could have pulled your mom out of this hole. And it like it takes the strangers part where like from the mer- first movie, the concept in and of itself is so good where it's like, why are you doing this? Because mm-hmm. you were home. Like, yeah, exactly. That's all yeah. we needed. Exactly. The second movie ruins it. But then they made a third one that cleans yeah. it up real nice. Yeah. So it's, if you haven't seen the third one. I have not seen out. the third one. Um, it's actually they Geico made a, a spoof commercial about being dumb in horror movies and it's three people yes. and they're like you know we should hide behind the shed we should and then one person's like well why don't we get in the running car and everybody's like why would we do that you know yeah like, let's hide behind yeah. the chainsaws <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> you know and it, it is sometimes in horror movies it's just like what like what were you thinking why are you going first of all have you not learned anything from like tough mutter and shit the strongest adult should be going up first so why is the kid going up is she really going to pull up mom no so mom was dead off the off the jump at that point. Yep. You know, as soon as you popped in and you shoved your kid up there, you were dead. So I mean, let's... And there was other things about that movie too, where it's like they they came into the house and they were looking for their cell phones. <laughs> in the process of looking for their cell phones, everyone's cell phone is on the kitchen table, smashed. 
If I walk in my house and I see that, I'm gone. I'm not asking questions. I'm not passing go and collecting $200. All, All right. this chocolate <laughs> is going out the door. <laughs> I, got, I got. I just thought of my story. You were telling me your story about the dog jiggling, and, and you got you got all hyped about it. So we move into our house, and you know I'm I'm from Nurshell, and and Nurshell's a, a a rather big city, and so I'm used to close neighbors and a lot of people. And you know if if God forbid somebody broke into your house, if you start screaming, the neighbors will will show up. You know, I mean you're that close to people. Um, out here it's a little different in Carmel where I am. Um, so I had in the process of moving, I found a whole bunch of stuff. I found a bayonet that my grandfather, uh, has, um, he was, he served in world war two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but not, not yet. It's, it's a Japanese bayonet. So it's probably 14 inches. Um, and, and it's in a steel sheath. So, so in my head, I went, it has some distance. Cause you think about these things sometimes, and I don't necessarily have to stab somebody. I can pop them in the head. It's, it's steel. It's, it, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, so go to sleep in the middle of the night. I hear the doorbell ring. I'm like, what the fuck? So in my head, cause I'm tactical, tactical. I went, if I was going to break into a house, wouldn't I ring the doorbell and go like around the back of the house? So while you're in the front door, I'm breaking in through the back. Cause like who the fuck at two in the morning is ringing a doorbell. You yeah. Know? So I'm in my boxers. It's pouring rain, jump in my boots, take this bayonet, go out the back door and start looking for people. I'm looking. I'm not seeing nothing. I go around the front door. I'm not seeing nothing. I come in. I'm soaking wet in my boxers. Put everything away. Da, 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 da. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, I just, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Well, what had happened was my wife has an app on her phone. And at two in the morning, they send the updates of like what's on sale. And for whatever reason, the notification was on a certain type of ring that sounds just like our friggin. <laughs> so it updated. And she had her, you know, she always has it on vibrate for her job. So for whatever reason, it was on, it wasn't on silent and it woke us up in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm one of those nut jobs too, Kurt. So don't, don't feel too bad. (laughs) So I've, I've gotten better and now I've gotten away from going to sleep to horror movies. Uh, I I stick to like Martin or something funny, (laughs) lighthearted. And I have, do, do you watch Rick and Morty at all? I, I don't, but my brother's a big Rick and Morty fan. Okay. Uh, well, you're not going to get the, the the joke of it, but there's like a phrase where they lock one of the characters in like this robotic car that's really a spaceship. But when they lock it up, rather than having like an alarm system, like boop, boop, it's like, keep summer safe. So I set up a Siri shortcut that when my home automation kicks on the alarm system. It says that at night and I'm good. I know I'm good <laughs> after that point. <laughs> That's like, um, there's a podcast, my favorite murder. And at the end of every podcast, they stay, they say, uh, stay safe. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Cause every, they're talking about every, every episode is a friggin' murder. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually have listeners, um, send in like weird stuff that they have and unfortunately, a lot of it is, you know, single females who are out by themselves getting, you know, unfortunately to these, these interaction with some weird friggin' people. So it's actually, you know, they tell you the story and you're kind of, you know, arm's length from, from these stories, like, you know, like with John Wayne Gacy and all these famous serial killers, but then they read this, this real life stuff. And I try and tell my wife, you know, especially she's not the most vigilant person, like, you know, you're going, you, you understand, you know, going in Manhattan, 
you might have not had your earphones on full blast all the way walking down the street by yourself because you don't know where you're going to end up and what neighborhood right. you're going to end up and who you're going to interact with. My wife just has those AirPods in and is, you know, doing her thing. And I'm like, you got to, you never know, you know, you got to stay vigilant. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a significant amount of people, like there's, there's a, a breaking line, I feel like, and how people are raised where like, as a kid, you're either exposed to the fact that the world isn't necessarily this nice sunshine and rainbow place that you watch on TV or like you get convinced of that. And then you, yeah. you no matter what, from which either direction you start, you work your way towards the middle. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's also being younger and being male. We got into fights a little more, you know, right. you, you've, you've been punched in the face and you know, it sucks and you've seen guys and, you know, maybe get sucker punched and it kind of tweaks the way you, you, you interact with people knowing that, Especially nowadays with so many guys know martial arts, like I don't want to start a fight with somebody and then he chokes my ass out. <laughs> you know? like, no, no, I uh, I either walk away or preemptive yeah. strike. That's it. Exactly. I don't, I don't do anything in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> I was uh I'll I'll tell another another quick bar story. Um we're in the bar, me and my buddy are wearing football jerseys. I fr- we were both wearing Green Bay Packers jerseys. I was wearing Dorsey Levins, he was wearing Brett Favre. He comes over. I have a friend, have a friend yeah. that that is a big Green Bay Packers fan. He's probably he's probably like screaming yes right now. <laughs> super happy I mean, for no reason. I'm an owner. I own stock. I'm technically nice. An owner. Nice. Um, so I I always like to tell people that. But uh, so we're going and whatever throughout the night. You know we're having drinks. We're having fun. He's like, I want to switch jerseys. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what what the like in my head i'm like all right in the randomness of that question <laughs> hilarious. like why would you switch jer- i'm sweating in it like you know like and you have the Favre jersey at the time Favre is more known than the running back so like i don't know so we swap whatever like 10 minutes later i hear somebody go that's him and i went huh and i turn around there's this chick she's with a bunch of dudes and i'm like huh she goes that's him in the Favre jersey and i was like so I turn around. And I'm like, they're getting into it with me. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, whatever they were saying. From behind them, I see my buddy come up full speed and just cold cock one of them in the back of the, the head. And then that kicks off the event. What I didn't realize was he was talking to this girl. She had a boyfriend. She, this this particular woman, didn't mention she had a boyfriend and was talking back. You know, to my buddy. The boyfriend got excited. Then all of a sudden, she goes, "Oh, I was. You know, he was talking to me. I wasn't." So they got heated. So he ran away and then decided to change jerseys with me, knowing that I was going to take this heat, but also knowing he was going to go behind him and go back in the back of the head. It's a setup, man. That's that's Devious. a setup. <laughs> smart, smart enough to keep me out of it because I looked like a deer in the headlights, and then they kind of like stood them down for a second, just enough for him to come in. And <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got some friends that are suspects, so I can't, you know. You were, you were the the canary in the, in the <laughs> yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! All right, so we in the top three now. Yep, top three. Uh, and actually, before I forget, shout out to Roots Rugby before before we go into the top three. Uh. Pretty uh three presented by Roots Rugby. (laughs) Say again. I said the top three presented by Roots Rugby. Yep, brought brought to you by Roots Rugby. (laughs) Uh so the first of the top three. So number three, some people are gonna probably make an argument that this should be up higher. I don't care. (laughs) Uh (laughs) get out. Great movie. Great movie. 
Great movie. Great. I like there's not a whole lot to be said about it. Super original story. Mm-hmm. Great acting. Not a whole lot to be said because I feel like everyone's seen it at this point. It's like a Marvel movie. Like yep. uh number two, I feel like you already know number one, but number two is gonna be another Blumhouse film. Uh, before, before you, all right. Sorry. Is number one? Did we talk about number one previously last time yes. we were talking? Okay. Yes. I think I know it then. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. <laughs> Number two is a movie called Sinister, which if you're a fan of Insidious, where like there's this this shadow realm, essentially, yeah. that's like it, it's kind of similar to Get Out, where it's like mm-hmm. the regular world, this negative place. Um, or no, that wasn't Get Out. That was us. That yeah, was the us, negative us, place. Yeah, us. Um, yeah. But it's that same type of thing as Insidious. Mm-hmm. But in Insidious, they're going into the shadow place and trying to get the little boy out. In uh-huh. Sinister, it's the other way around. It's something from the shadow place coming out mm-hmm. and bringing people back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, spoiler warning, loose spoiler warning. I'm not going to give away the ending because there are two Sinister movies. Um, <laughs> it's it's very unique and interesting in that the first movie is a writer that moves into a house mm-hmm. doesn't tell he's a crime writer so okay. he goes on into buying this house off of a, a fresh book he had called Kentucky Blood that was super famous they buy this house as soon as they move in the sheriff pulls up can you sign my copy of Kentucky <laughs> Blood so like he's yeah. he's a popping author at this point and he's trying to get his next book together because he's been having such a hard time getting it together. What he doesn't tell his wife is the house that they moved into is the house that the family is in from the murders that he's writing his next book on. (laughs) So as they're they're in the house, he ends up going into the attic and finding this, this box of old super eight. And when he starts running this, these films, they're snuff films. (laughs) Of like entire families getting wiped Ooh. out. Ooh. And like some of them are graphic. Like mm-hmm. one of them involves like a pool, one of them involves like a lawnmower. <laughs> like it's it's dark, man. But great, great Halloween movie, great horror movie. That that's a good one. I, I think I know what your number one is. So I'm just gonna blast off a couple movies that you haven't talked about. Okay. Um the first one being Poltergeist. Um, I think Poltergeist yep. is a quintessential Halloween movie. Um, you know, something you can almost watch with a 13 year old. You know, it's not like too crazy with the blood and the guts, you know? Um, so that's, it's, I'll call that a family Halloween movie. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. My wife would love me to mention that. Um, she's a big Nightmare Before Christmas. See, fan. I always get confused on whether or not that's a Halloween or a Christmas movie. I get, I struggle. With I that. say it's a Halloween movie. Because they live in the land of Halloween, and they see. But then, to... where do you go with Black Christmas? Yeah, that's. Uh... Or or what? <laughs> what's the what's the the Krampus? They came out with the Krampus series yeah, yeah. too. Like, is that Halloween or Christmas? Have you seen the the Krampus? The I, I have like, not the main production one. I I have not simply because I am of German descent and I don't want to get into the, all the scary stuff that I've been told as a kid about Krampus. Yeah. Um, and, and the holiday, the Christmas pickle, there's a thing called a Christmas pickle. If you're German, that you're supposed to hang a pickle on a tree. Am I, um, yep. My mom bought me a pickle ornament. <laughs> I, I have a yeah, pickle cool. ornament for my Christmas tree. It's a, supposedly good luck. Okay. It is what it is. I didn't realize there was such a, such variation in the Christmas holiday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I think, you know, 
especially in Europe where people and, and Central and South America where they're religious and they're superstitious and they came from, there's things like, you know, the Norsemen and the Norse gods and pagans and Celtics. Yeah. And, you know, you had all the Aztecs and everybody and the Incas down in South and Central America and they did their weird stuff. Like, and then you mix that together with Catholicism and Christianity and Judaism and, and, and Islam. And you get this amalgamation of things where you get like a Christmas pickle. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. you've, you've intertwined and, and this, that, that melting pot effect happens. And then you, you end up hanging a pickle on your Christmas tree. I'm, yeah. Sorry for laughing, but it just, it makes me laugh. No, you're um, good. You're good. Uh, the I next mean, one. Some of it's just yeah. weird. Some, some of the yeah. holiday traditions are just, I mean, like I so, eat seven fish on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I, I don't because my wife, my wife doesn't eat it and my mom doesn't eat it. So me and my dad, well, actually last year, what happened was my brother came over and we just decided to eat sushi it was just easier to do. So me and my brother had sushi, hey. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was, you know, I, alive. yeah, I, I cooked, I cooked, I got, I cooked chicken parm for the girls. Cause his, his wife doesn't eat fish either. Me and him had some sushi and we're keeping that, that tradition alive, but going, you know, when my grandparents were alive, seven fishes, the whole thing, I mean, it was, and then as people added in, like um, my cousin Daniel married a, a girl and her family was from Puerto Rico and they had specific dishes of bacala that we never made. So we started incorporating those dishes in. And again, it was just like, again, the amalgamation, that crossover yep. to get, get great stuff. The next one I'm going to talk about real quick is the exorcist. Um, <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the exorcist makes me laugh simply because I worked with a lady who was older. She's older than us. So she went and watched it in the theaters when she was like a young girl. And first time I, we start, you know, first time I was working at this place in, in the Halloween season, we were talking about movies at the lunch table, you know, and she just came up and said, Linda Blair's a trifle and hoe and walked away. And I went, what? And I was like, you gotta come back here and explain this. And she was like, you don't understand. I was a kid. I went to see the exorcist with my older siblings. She goes, I was probably too young to see it, but she goes, it was the seventies, you know, that stuff happened. And then I couldn't sleep for like four weeks. She's like, you don't understand. I had like night terrors. I had to see the doctor. She goes, it was a, a traumatic experience. See, she that's goes, how I would have felt people would have been about The Exorcist. Like when you said that's like a, a, a good like family style horror oh, the, the movie. Poltergeist, like Poltergeist? Yeah, Poltergeist. No, no, no. I was saying you said that about The Exorcist before this. No, I thought I said Poltergeist before this. Now I'm talking about The Exorcist. Did I Sorry. flip that? Yes. Okay. No, I'm flipping <laughs> yes. it. That's me. <laughs> So sorry, the poltergeist because yeah, like the whole early, like guys, spirits in the TV stuff. Yeah, and, like, and they're kid, trying to pull in the kid. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where who's going to pull your ass in a flat TV in a flat screen? <laughs> <laughs> like when you when you were talking about the TV with the tubes in it and it was like thirty inches deep. Okay, yeah. maybe they could pull you in, but like, are they really pulling you into a flat screen? <laughs> Like you couldn't do the exorcist now because of flat screens. I feel like it just doesn't, I mean, doesn't but, translate. But if you take it to an extreme, though, you can get sucked into a smartphone, dog. That yes, if you want to get cerebral about it or a tablet, you know. <laughs> I get sucked oh. into my AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're we're coming up with them. We should we should start selling content about it. But yeah, so I just wanted to shout out to the exorcist. No, yeah, I used to. One of the players a trifle at home. I say that every <laughs> Halloween, and me and my wife laugh, and it's something I'll never forget. Um, all right, so let's go number one, which I think we're going to have a, a little bit to discuss about. So your number one, please. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a classic. It, it, they're they're coming out with new ones. I just just heard 
I, uh, I've always had the dream of, of writing a prequel myself to, mm-hmm. to tell the untold story of Marine Prescott. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Cause they, they never like, they, they, they don't do it a whole lot. They give yeah. you a lot of pieces throughout the movies. They don't yep. give you the whole story, but I did hear that five and six, I believe are on the books to be made and were actually approved by Wes Craven's widow, I believe. Wow. All right. Uh, but scream. Yes. Number one. There's, yes. there's no, there's no horror movie that disrupts the genre and changes it in such a lasting way as, as, Scream. Again, I think it's one of those movies, like we were talking about Blair Witch, where it came out in a time where the slasher flick became like almost a comedy. You know, when you had all those Jason X's in space and all that, all that weird, like the 80s, the 80s. No, No, to be fair, that one kill in Jason X when he dips her head in that uh, liquid nitrogen. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm saying like, you know, uh, Friday the 13th in Manhattan and they're on a boat. Like, you know, like all that stuff or even the Freddy Kruegers were like, you know. Leprechaun back in the hood. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Honorable mention, Leprechaun back in the hood. Uh, or, well, that's Child's Play. That's another one I could have probably yeah. talked about, which is a big one for for eighties kids. Um, but I have think, you seen the new one of Child's Play? I have not. Interesting spin because they okay. make it like a smart doll rather than it just being a regular doll. Okay. So like, add the fact that like Chucky is hooked up to your connected home now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting that. <laughs> like that. That's in the in the clown thing. I'm not. My I've been <laughs> personally terrified. My cousin used to terrify me with. The the um, Freddy Krueger glove, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chucky doll. So I'm I'm not I'm not on that train. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm like that about Mike Myers because when mm-hmm. my brother were kids, we used to go like to our grandparents' house. It was it was yeah. the, the full size candy bar neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So my mom would pack me and my brother in when we would go up there. And then one year, super quiet neighborhood, couple of street lights, but like still kind of like dark suburbia. There's a guy standing in a grown man, not a child, grown man standing between two houses with just a mask on. Yeah. So Mike Myers mask on, full overalls and everything, just standing there. We we had a guy, and he was known for putting on big displays. He's the big display guy for Halloween, and it was always good. One year, he did the Michael Myers thing, and he would just pop up along the block and scare people. This was the most ingenious one. We go up to his house and he has like, you know, a row of hedges and there's a leg, a a, a fake leg sticking out with a chainsaw on it, you know, blood, fake blood coming down or whatever. So we go to go up and my parents are, you know, watching us from the thing, go up to his house, trick or treat. He has like a guillotine. He has this, you know, they're all moving, whatever. And then all of a sudden I hear my mother scream bloody murder, bunch of curse words that you shouldn't say at home, kids. But (laughs) she screams, my dad's laughing and it wasn't a fake leg. What he'd done was he had cut a hole outside of on the other side of the the hedges, but then on the the side on the street you can't see him, and it was his leg. And as people would come by, he'd grab him. <laughs> it was genius. It was. I mean, he must have been cold. It was a cold night, but it was genius to set that up. Um, so I'm very I'm I'm very pro get cool for Halloween. Um, but back to back to scream. I think it brought back this. It brought the slasher fic, flick into the current times, and I think that's one of the biggest parts to it. Yeah, and I think it like what's interesting to me about it too is it not only did so much for horror movies, but like it created the scary movies of the world. Not yeah. like 
like actual scary movies, like the Wayne's brothers type. <laughs> yeah, movies. yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, because like the jokes that they were making and like alluding to all these um, like stereotypical things in horror movie, like whatever you do, don't say I'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, grab me a beer, dude. I'll be right, right back. back. Like yeah. every year I laugh my face off and my wife laughs at me for laughing at it. But when they're sitting there, I'm like, uh, did they put her liver in the mailbox? Uh, I heard they put her liver in the mailbox with her spleen and pancreas. And I, yeah. I die every year. And she's like, why do you still think that's funny? <laughs> liver alone. <laughs> and it's like jokes like that in a horror movie, like one were completely yeah. outside of the norm. Like, yes, they made jokes in horror movies, but it being so essential to the plot was mm-hmm. not a thing. And then just like we were saying before, like that in the the previous one, that type of killer where it's like your neighbor, your boyfriend the whole time. Like it it wasn't some supernatural guy coming out of your dreams or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like it was a a very close to home thing. I'm very curious what the next iteration of that is going to be. And I think like Jordan Peele's movies are are definitely mm-hmm. getting to that point where they're essentially redefining the genre for being so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like his his style of movies pay homage to traditional horror. So like, yeah, it, I feel like he's almost making like a neo horror. Like I don't yeah. I don't know what to call it, but like I wouldn't put it in the same vein mm-hmm. as like a. Of Jason or, or Friday the 13th, sorry. Um, but yeah. It's funny, I think, and then the Jamie Kennedy character in that movie, I would say is the original. He now he would be the guy that when you when you bring up something in a movie, he'd be the guy online that says, Well, that wasn't correct, and the director did this and the director did that because he was so about telling you how the horror movies went down that I think in the yep. second or the third one after he's killed, they bring him back in a videotape and he gives you all the rules again, you know? And yeah, I can tell you, it's the third one. I'm an expert on the show. That's what I'm telling you, man. I, I actually could write a prequel. I'm not I'm not even making this up. There's <laughs> there's very little about these movies that you could bring up that I'd be like, oh, that was 12 minutes into the fourth movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am about Jaws. Like there was things that came out with the 25th anniversary of Jaws years ago and it was on DVD and I was watching I'm like that wasn't in the original and that wasn't in the original but he's that guy like he's before again this is a, around the time the internet was just kind of starting now and now he would be that guy to tell you you're wrong and you're this and you're that and da, 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 and, da, da, da. and I, I had that recently i went to martha's vineyard to visit my uncle and i went to the the beach where the first kill happens in jaws and where the, the name of the beach where she was killed is not exactly where they did the shot because it doesn't look good for the, for the movie gotcha but but later after she dies when they're talking to the deputy he said they were killed on south beach so my question is, if you are watching a movie, here, here's a question for you. If you're watching a movie and it's taking place in New York City and they say they're in Central Park, but really they're shooting in Toronto, are you going to go to Toronto where they shot it? Or are you going to go to the place in Central Park where it was supposed to be taking place? Hmm. I've had this conversation with myself about the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> and I feel like you have to go where like the idea was not where it was actually physically shot. 
that's that's where I feel, especially in nowadays where they're shooting all over the world and saying they were on a street in New York City. You know, yeah. I mean, the the famous one is the is the steps in, in in Joker, which I find it funny because you have all these tourists going over there, and me and you know those steps aren't the safest place for people who might not fit the new york vibe yep <laughs> people taking the pictures over there and i was like okay yep. okay if you want to <laughs> that's <laughs> another really good movie that like mm-hmm. that kind of blurs the line of like horror thriller even because it's you don't know what you watched the whole movie like you get yeah, you know and three I, hours on something I, and i think <laughs> even before that with like the dark knight series of 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 batman it was an underlying tone of the brutality of, of some of these, um, these bad guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't, you didn't necessarily see that in the older Batman stuff, you know, that bang pow, or even the George Clooney Disney type stuff. Or the, uh, who was it? Um, Oh my God. I can see his face. The guy from Nicholson. Yeah, the Jack yeah. Nicholson Joker, like that—that that like lighthearted, yeah. him dancing around on a float, yeah. like <laughs> exactly. You know, it was—it was not—it uh, was not like that heavy, and and it got heavy with the Dark Knight, and it continued with that Joker movie. Have um, you seen the movie that uh, the Joker like is loosely like molded after? It's um, it's called King of Comedy, and it's got oh yeah, yeah 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 yes 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 great yes. movie. Great movie. Yes. Um, here's a story. I was I was listening to Danny DeVito on Howard Stern, and he was talking about being the penguin. And at one point, he has like you know all these animals in his house, and a monkey comes to give him a message from the telephone. So they're reviewing the scene, and the monkey handler is in place of him, and he's telling him, you know, these are the the signals you have to do. You'll have a piece of food, and if you do this signal, the monkey will know that's what you have to do. So they do it, and he's in just the fat suit. You know, it's not they're not they're doing just like a take of it. Gotcha. Well, for, for whatever reason, he made the wrong move. The monkey got scared. The monkey attacked him, bit his genital area. Exactly. He said, if I had not had that fat suit on, Danny DeVito would not be here right now. He goes, it was that serious. He goes, it, r- it ripped the whole fat out of my, you know, my fake fat out of my real genital area in the fat That's suit. That's wild. And he goes, luckily, when we went to do the, do it, I was halfway through makeup, so they just pulled me out and I had the fat suit on. He goes, if I had just gotten there and they said, let's run through this, would have been a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's a, a guy that lives out by me that he's like a power lifter bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I follow him on social media and stuff like that. And one day he posts, like, a ring video of him like sprinting like into his garage. I'm like, dog, did someone shoot at you? Like it was that <laughs> oh, yeah. level of like response. Come to find out he got stung on the Johnson. Oh by a swarm of bees, man. And he said, right on happen? the tip, bro. Right on the tip. Apparently they went up his bat his like pant leg or short leg. How does that oh god? He was like, "Yeah, like it was—it was the worst pain ever." So you just, just balls out sprinting into the house. <laughs> oh God! Oh, all right. I think I think we're gonna end it on there. I'm being all right. Uh, um, um, Candyman. There we go. We'll end it there. I, great. That's another good one. Honorable mention. Candyman. Um, Kirk, thank you so much for doing this. It's been a blast. Um, you've opened my eyes to some movies that now I'm gonna have to check out. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch the the Rob Zombie Michael Myers. Um, just to 
and 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 compare them both again. I mean, they're both great movies. Um, but like you said, it's more of a not a prequel, but they give you a little bit more of the story, which is is what you know a lot of people want. So, going to check that out, um, guys. Uh, when this goes out, please write down your top ten. Tell us where we went wrong. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what we should have added. Tell Kurt he was completely wrong about every movie if you want to. Um, that's that's the whole reason. You know, go ahead and do that. It's Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. I'm gonna scare you, <laughs> Booster Boosters. Thank you so much for watching. Happy Halloween, Happy and I'll Halloween, see you guys. next time, guys. <laughs>